back to On the Block with Strick and Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. A very happy game day eve to all of you. Thought we'd never get here, but we are here. It is game day eve. We're less than 24 hours away from Nebraska beating the hell out of Northwestern. Thank you, Ben, for the call on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. We need more of that energy, guys. We'd love to hear it from you all. 402-464-5685. That's the Sardar Heyman text line, Honda of Lincoln Hotline. As always, we want to hear from you. Also, you can check us out on the Sardar Heyman video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, as well as Twitter. If you head over to any of those platforms, give us a comment. Let us know what's on your mind. And if you're headed over to YouTube, our goal is 1,200 subscribers by the time the game kicks off tomorrow. Help us get to that number. Get us, Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. As always, we want to hear from all of you. I want to make sure you guys know, too, on the block, it's brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul, 27th and Pine Lake. If you haven't already gotten food today, if you're feeling a little bit like, I don't know, maybe you're groggy, maybe you're really drinking the Kool-Aid, you need some munchies, I don't know, whatever you guys need food-wise, Mary Ellen's, they've got you covered, guys. You have not had soul food. If you haven't had Mary Ellen's, go visit Charles and the staff. Tell them I sent you. Tell them that Strick sent you. They've got pulled pork, brisket, catfish, ribs, wings, all kinds of sides as well. Baked beans, mac and cheese, shrimp and grits, collard greens, cornbread. They got all kinds of stuff. I promise you they will not disappoint. Check them out. 27th and Pine Lake. If you're looking for some full soul food, you will not find any better in the Lincoln area. Head over to Mary Ellen's today. Start our text line, Honda of Lincoln Hotline. One more time, 402-464-5685. We want to hear from you guys. Strick, what's on your mind, my man? Well, I mean, listen, Nebraska's out here taking over parks. Uh, the organizers organized a, a pep rally for both uh, Northwestern and uh, Nebraska, giving them permission to drink as much Guinness as they want, have a good time. The fans showed up and showed out. Couple of players came and spoke. Coach Frost spoke, uh, basically saying, "Welcome to Nebraska East." And um, <laughs> so, when I talk about that, I show up in the plane. I get it. We get in the rental car. The weirdest thing ever is you're driving on the other side of the road. It, it was. I, it, it took me a took me a second just to get my eyes. Like, you know, I'm used to being on the other side and just seeing things from that perspective, but mm-hmm. watching. My buddy drive on the other side of the road. It was real. It was it was it was kind of weird. But one of the things I saw is that Nebraska is represented well out here. I saw ends in all kinds of cars. I at least saw five or six cars with 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 the red end sitting in the back of those windows. And I was like, yeah, boy, we big time over here in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. I was excited. I was getting hyped, only to look it up and find out. The secret to the sauce. <laughs> even though, even though we represent well, but the secret to the sauce is this: those ends basically say, those ends basically is like for a novice driver. <laughs> mm-hmm. But there are a bunch of red ends <laughs> in the windows, so I'm getting hyped. Like, we represent it over here. We everywhere, baby. Come to find out, did my research. 
Stricky was wrong on that one. <laughs> so, so basically, they put an end in the back of, of cars. Or, it's a red end. Looks like our, looks like yeah. simple, but just red. They put those in there in the back of the cars for novice drivers for the first two years of them getting their license and being able to drive independently. And um, so that was why they had those big ends in the back of their windows. I thought they was just representing Nebraska, but I was wrong. I was about to say, that would be pretty exciting. I would just say, you know what, Strick? If we're drinking the Kool-Aid, screw it. Those are all Nebraska fans. You got to believe. Have some type of faith. I know. I understand what it means. I get it. I get it. But let, let, let's think, you know what? Nebraska's rolling up deep. We know what's going on here. But I did see that. It is funny. Uh, I saw that the other day. I think it was on Twitter that they do that for novice drivers. So it looks like the the big red faithful are really showing up. Uh, Everywhere. Right. Yeah. But but not so much the case. Uh, uh, Strick, I got a question for you. So we've kind of talked about it all week. But, but heading into game day, we're on game day eve now. We're less than 24 hours away. Another one. Another one. Um, I just kind of want to know, what are your final thoughts? What are your key takeaways? I think we probably have some people that maybe haven't listened all week yet. They're trying to drink some Kool-Aid. They're getting ready for game day. So before we do so, if you guys haven't been listening this week, Strick, I just want you to just kind of recap and go over, what are your keys for the game tomorrow? What, what does Nebraska need to do to walk out with one of these score predictions, like a 49-10, to 45-10, 38-17, what do you envision needs to go right for Nebraska tomorrow? I would basically say that um, three things that I would really like to see. I, I would like to see the recoveries of mistakes, whether it be a bad coverage mistake, whether it be a route run mistake that caused maybe a bad throw or turnover or loss of you know, uh, the possession, but you have to punt. Maybe it's a fumble that was an unexpected thing on the, uh, uh, the uh, you know on our side of the field. I want to see how they recover. Right. That means that recovery is not just the offense, not just the guy that was carrying the ball, but how is the defense going to help the offense recover from that situation? Are they going to bear down, grit and bear it, or are they man? These these suckers always, you know. That's when you have trouble. I want to just see a unified collective group all pressing, pushing, and probing for the win. That's what I want to see. I don't care how it happens. You just want to see positivity mm-hmm. all up and down that sideline from each and every person, from the coaches all the way down to the players. Okay. I want to see great special teams play. You just look, I'm not saying they have to break for 40 and 50 yards. That would be nice. I like that. I'm not saying that they have to catch uh, the the kick return and tackle them for a five-yard loss or on the spot. That would be nice. I'm not saying I just want to see them active in their Mm -hmm. pursuit and also their disciplines, running in their lanes, getting to their position. The ball is kicked where it's supposed to be. I want to just see those things because I know if they do that, they will be well, and they will they will they they will satisfy us as well as finishing all drives. That means making good field goals when it needs to be made, and that means putting the ball in the end zone at an over 80, 80 plus clip, putting that ball in the end zone with a touchdown. Not no freaking field goal when you're inside in the red zone. I don't, I'm tired of seeing that. I, I want. 
touchdowns. Okay. Then the last thing is I want to see Casey Thompson just dismantle them by reading the coverages, mm-hmm. reading the audibles that need to be set. And that running game gets over 150 yards this, this game because that means play action opportunities, deep ball opportunities, and then we'll get a glimpse as to what's happening with the wide receiver core, who's emerging, who's coming alive, who is Casey kind of getting a good flow with. Those are some of the things I'm hoping to see in this first game, and I think that will provide a big win for Nebraska if they handle it that way. We need to make some type of graphic that for on the block for all the blockheads. Strict keys to success. Strict three keys. We're gonna do something like that. We gotta figure something like that out. Uh, something like that. Shout out to White Boy Johnny here on Twitch. He says GBR go big red from Kansas City. A go big red right back to you, White Boy Johnny. Shooter McGavin says Nebraska by fifty. Shooter, I'm not quite there with you. I don't know about 50. I, I, I'll get into my prediction later on in the show. Me and Strick will give our final predictions, our final breakout players, both on the offense and defense. You guys are going to want to stick around for that. I'm not quite at 50, but I'm definitely drinking the Kool-Aid. Um, I, I know I've talked about it earlier in the week. I, I think the key for Nebraska this year is handling adversity. And you touched on it yes. a little bit, Strick, that especially last season – we can talk about Nebraska, and I've said it extensively quite a few times that whether it's the butt of a joke or if you're being serious, that was the best 3-9 and football team of all time. They went into that Iowa game as a two-and-a-half-point favorites, and Iowa was 8-3 and three and headed to the Big Ten Championship. You can't tell me that wasn't a good football team. But with that being said, when adversity hit them and when adversity struck, they collapsed. They failed, and it's just as simple as that. And, and it was, just, it was, it was a sinking ship. And, and it was like me and Strick talked about yesterday. It was just it was like waiting. the Titanic, Nate. Yep. I want you to finish your point, but it's that, it wasn't that get hit with a sub with a, with, with a, with a uh, submarine um, a torpedo and just go to sinking. It was that Titanic slow sink. There were still people on the deck. They were still playing music. They were still thinking everything was going to be all right. And all of a sudden, it's a slow sink, and it gets to tilt. That's what it looked like to me last year. Go, oh, man! I, I'm sorry. I just, I just saw that picture, man, and it wasn't that, it wasn't that sinking ship that you just, just saw going down in flames. You know, it was just one of them slow, just it was creeping down all the, all the, every game was like a slow creep of. Of devastation, Strick. You know that's why I love you because you always have the best analogies for me, and that's that's why that's why you're the best in the business. I'll tell you that. But I <laughs> like like we talked about Strick. I mean, we talked about it yesterday. It was one of those things. The, the Iowa game was a perfect example. You were in the stadium. Yeah. I was over in the rail yard, and I was with Iowa fans. I saw them. They were they were drinking. Yeah. They were like, you know what? This game's over. We're gonna have a good time. We're in Lincoln, Nebraska. It is what it is. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like. You guys haven't watched enough Nebraska football this year because it's only a matter of time, and Kirk Ferentz is out there at the end of the third quarter, down by over three scores, and he's kicking field goals. Like, for crying out loud, I mean, it was just, it it was known, you could feel it, and I, I know it probably won't be to the extent of last year here in this first game. I do think Nebraska wins. I think Nebraska wins handedly. I don't think Northwestern's a very good football team, but at some point in time during tomorrow's game, I don't care if it's in the first quarter, second quarter. I don't care if it's in a two-minute drill to end the game. You will have some type of adversity. It's college football. At some point in time, there will be adversity in tomorrow's game. And I want to see Nebraska handle it well. 
And, and I don't know if, if that's interpreted as you, you quiet the crowd, you, you silence the sideline by getting a first down. I don't know if you score a long drive touchdown. I don't know if it's a big play from a skill player. I don't know exactly what that looks like. But you need to have some kind of handling of the adversity because it's going to come. And it's and, and that's I don't what know, I mean. And it will. Right, and, and it's and it's how you handle that adversity, and, and that's what I want to mm-hmm. see more than anything for Nebraska, because especially mm-hmm. last year we saw it, they didn't do a great job. It, it was just it was waiting. I mean, everyone was timid. I don't want for me. I don't want for this for you, Strick. I don't want for this fan base. Like I, I don't want to have that feeling this season. I want to have. The I don't feeling, want to have those conversations. No, mate. no. I don't want to talk about it. No, I and that's the thing too is. I don't want us as a fan base going into the fourth quarter up by two touchdowns saying, when is it going to happen, right? Like, let's handle business. Let's go from snap one. Let's handle business. Let's run the ball down their throat. Let's not make dumb mistakes. And when adversity strikes, because it will, it's college football, let's handle it like Nebraska handles adversity, right? Because that, that's what yeah. it is. That's the that's the Nebraska mentality. That's the blue-collar mentality. Yeah. That's what this state embodies. And, and let's see that on the football field. I uh, want to get to some of your guys' thoughts. White Boy Johnny says, win or lose this game sets the tone for the whole season. I think you're right. I think Johnny is correct. Like, this game, I'm not going to say it's a must-win. It is week zero. I, I, I hate must-win games unless you're competing for a spot in the playoff, competing for a bowl game, competing for a spot in your championship conference game. Those are the only times I like must-win situations. I hate it for week zero. But he's right. And, and Strick, I'm going to let you take it away too here because I want to know your thoughts. I'm not going to say this is a must-win, but it's kind of a must-win. Like If you want to set the tone for the season, you cannot drop an egg. You just can't. And that's what I mean by, well, that's what I like about what he said. I think what he said is the context in the way that we should see it and view it. If we view it from an absolute of must win. Right. Because I think, I think this season is very, it's very contextual. It's very nuanced. It's not, you know, centered in gray, black and white. It is very gray. Yeah. I think it's very gray from the aspect of what can happen with Scott Frost, depending on how it goes. I think it can depend on what even happens in a success of some of the stuff that could happen towards the tail end of this season that we've seen when they hit that, that mini gauntlet of Iowa. Yes. Wisconsin, Minnesota. I, I think there's little nuances of the season that, I don't think is a determining factor of how bad the season or how good the season is. I think there's just different points that contextualizes what it is that Nebraska is going to, to, to as fans, as staff, as everybody to consider to be successful. So I'm not, I love what what Donnie said. I love that. He said it sets the tone. Yes. I don't like that. He's saying it's a must or it has to. And if it doesn't, because I think even if they lose to Northwestern, it'll set a tone, but I think it can be turned around with an Oklahoma win. You see what I'm saying? So that's why I mean it's 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 contextual. I don't think I don't think it's an end-all be-all based on it. I think stuff can get really bad. You start looking at North Dakota, and then you start mm-hmm. looking at uh, Georgia Southern and stuff, you know, happening there. Now you're like, whoa, wait a second. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's changed the dynamic. 
but I think there's still nuanced point. I think there's revenge games that can be mm-hmm. that can happen during this season that can change the whole context of what it means to set the tone for this season. And I, I think too, Strick, you're exactly right when you say that too, because I'm gonna even look further. Okay, say say week zero, you lose against Northwestern, you drop it. You're putting a lot of pressure on that Oklahoma game. You're putting a lot of pressure on that Indiana game. You're traveling to Rutgers in a primetime game on Friday night in a different time zone. You're putting a lot of pressure on that game. Those are those those are games that become must-win games in the middle of the season. And I'll even take it a step further, mm-hmm. and this is what we brought mm-hmm. up too, is this is a game you have to win because I look at that gauntlet that you mentioned, the the Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa. I don't I don't know if that's the exact way the schedule plays out, but those are your final four games. And presumably, uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Iowa, those were the three teams that got votes to win the Big Ten West. Those are considered by the media, by by the people that vote on the polls. They have deciphered that they are the best teams in the Big Ten West. They're one of your three of your four last games. Michigan for crying out loud, won the Big Ten last year, okay? So that's going to be a tough stretch. You need to go into that stretch 6-2. and two. You have to know that you're going to a bowl game, take the pressure off yourselves, take a chance to take a step back, don't put the weight of the world on your shoulders in those four games. If we're going to get to 6-2, and two, hey, guess what? You have to beat Northwestern. And I and I and I hate it, and I'm not going to say it's a must-win because I hate using that word, and I know I'm kind of implying it, but I'm not going to deliberately say it because I really don't like it when people say that, especially in Week Zero. But if that's what your mentality is, you cannot end up losing this game to Northwestern in Week Zero. Going to get to your guys' text before we head over to break. Want to make sure we get all of your thoughts in because we're less than 24 hours away. 402-464-5685, Sarder Hammond text line. Keep it coming, guys. We want to know what you think. Mr. Unlimited has Nebraska 31, Northwestern 16. That covers the spread. I absolutely love it, Mr. Unlimited. I'll throw you a go big red. Thomas and Lincoln, Nebraska 45-10. to 10. Orange Kool-Aid is Texas, not Virginia Tech. Hey, come on. No, we're going we're gonna to say that's uh, we, we like Virginia Texas orange a little bit better. Texas is back after we beat them in week two. And time will tell, Thomas and Lincoln. Time will tell, my man. Uh, Brian says, if we don't win, it's going to let the air out of the sails big time. Won't make the OU game as anticipated, knowing if we go into that game 3-0 and win, we'll be ranked, which hasn't happened forever, and new expectations for the season. Brian, I think you're entirely right. I, I think you you are exactly right in saying that. Also says Nebraska wins 31-16. to I, I agree, Brian. I, I think you got to win this game, this game, especially going into that Oklahoma game. Just imagine Nebraska 3-0 and facing off against an old Big 12 rival in Oklahoma. Bring on the Kool-Aid. Bring on the hype. Bring on Big Noon. I'm absolutely all in, but we got to get through Northwestern first, Brian. Just hang on. Hang on for me for a little bit, Brian. I hear what you're saying. I'm right there with you. Just hang on a little bit longer. we got to get past Northwestern first. Him and Bean says every game is a must win at the beginning of the season. Everyone is after the natty. Just win, baby. Go Big Red. Go Big Red. Right back at you, Him and Beans. Nebraska has to win the games they're supposed to. Plain and simple. Bryce, I think that's right. I think that's why you got to go to 6-2 into that last stretch. Uh, Big Frank Let me says, stay on that. Let me stay on that real quick before go for we go to the next one. I want to touch that one. That one right there goes to the point of what I said. You've got seven games at home, revenge games yes. at that. Some of them that you owe yes. people. You take care of your home and you go and clip somebody that you may want to get some revenge on. That sets you up for a wonderful season. You take care of this home. 
And that's to include Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And if you, okay, you you maybe give them that in the big house. Give them that. But maybe you owe Purdue. Maybe you owe Purdue. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? You got some of those. You owe Illinois. Yes. You got to handle those yes. ones at home. And you look at going to clip somebody on the road. Maybe one or two clips. Now, don't lose none of them games at home this year. And I think you'll set yourself up for a phenomenal season. And I think, too, Strick, you bring up the revenge games. Hey, listen, when you're 3-0, and 4-0, 5-0, and whatever you want to say, those revenge games even mean that much more. Like, you got, like, you got a little fire under you. Like, you're ready. Like, not only is it a revenge game, you're starting to get some hype. You're starting to get some recognition. You got to put your money where your mouth is. Big Frank says, okay, I've tried to avoid the Kool-Aid, but I can't do it anymore. I'm from 6-6 six and six to 9-3 nine, to nine and three with losses to Oklahoma, Purdue, and Wisconsin's. Huskers 45-16 over the Mildcats. I love it, Big Frank. Go Big Red, brother. I appreciate you coming around. You're drinking the Kool-Aid. Joe and Boulder, Nebraska 24, Northwestern 6. We'll take six points from the black shirts. A man named Ashley to be ranked 3-0. I think Nebraska would have to hammer the first three opponents. I'm right there with you, Ashley, but I tell you what, it's going to bring a lot of hype for that Oklahoma game. You beat Oklahoma, I promise you'll be ranked after that. Dusty says if we lose this game, a ton of the fans will be out and start guessing who the next coach will be. I'm saying 31-17, Huskers. I'm right there with you dusty i think we covered the spread i'm close i'm close with you dusty but i'll tell you later because me and nate are going to get into our predictions go ahead that is absolutely right and then our last one before we head over to break is from trucker rob nebraska wins 27 20 in overtime on a defensive stand all right listen tucker or trucker rob i'll take the win but I think, me personally, I don't want to see overtime. Overtime stresses me out. <laughs> overtime, over day. Listen, I love where your head's at. I love the black shirts showing up with the defensive stand again, Trucker Rob. Ah, that stresses me out. No overtime. We'll take 27-20. No overtime. D-Ron, 56-10. We love it, you guys. 402-464-5685. Keep it coming. We want to hear from you less than 24 hours away from game time. Make sure you stick with us. Listen on the block. 937 The Ticket.